coming through one headphone. Oh, there it is. Okay. <laughs> All right. And on that note, welcome to the seventh episode of the Neon Valley. The impromptu seventh episode, by the way. Uh, Can you believe we haven't been canceled the yet? The Neon Valley podcast. My name is Tyler Conlon. I also go by Scorch. And my name is Mitchell. I go by Suku. What a boy. <laughs> what a man. <laughs> no, yeah, I... Uh, the reason I said impromptu episode seven is because I didn't realize that uh, the a silent voice review was going to become an entire episode. Though, so that is now that. episode five. Our last episode is episode six, even though I called it episode yeah, even though I called it episode five. And that, but yeah, so this is episode seven, dude. Dude, we're already to double digits. I feel like should we? I feel like we should try to Ooh. do the the tenth episode in person. Yeah, maybe we should um, try to make plans to do that. We do got we, a do we make it a thing where plan. we record like little bits in between parts, and then have that for like the YouTube, and then maybe the the Patreonus. What do you mean in between part? I'm saying a whole oh, yeah, episode. Yeah, I'm saying we, like we had come skits over and over we throw and we just record a whole episode for the tenth. Ooh, oh my god oh, fuck it hell yeah dude let's do a whole episode of whose line is it anyway yeah just us okay. two yeah by the way, you guys are in for- and my cat will uh, be the host i did i got a projector <laughs> i don't know if i told <gasps> you that yeah i can tell your voice sounds there's there's more uh there's more body to it you know i uh, good for you yeah i pay him about 20 dollars an hour he tells me how to talk with more of my chest no dickweed <laughs> it's uh no it's actually it's it's not bad it's like a 1080p it says it supports 4k but i googled that after i bought it and that just means that you can play 4k things through it but that doesn't mean but it'll display like, it in yeah, 4k <laughs> the more you know yeah assholes um but no it's really nice it was only like 200 or no 100 bucks on amazon it was on sale for like half Ooh. off yeah uh but yeah, I was thinking, man, we could throw up like the Neon Valley logo behind us, have like two chairs in front of it. It might look like a real set. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Yeah, yeah. This is, uh, yeah, you're welcome, yeah, America. We'll, we'll make more details uh, off off camera, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, don't want to spoil too much stuff that we, oh, no. we clearly have uh, thought about for a, a long time. Oh, of course. This is all we've been thinking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, so, do you want to start with some questions, or do you want to start with our uh, with some, some yeah, daily get, life get updates? Uh, ooh, you know what? Let's let's start with the daily life updates first. You okay. know, I, I think uh, I like the idea of us catching up. So, uh, I'll say I started school uh, again. So, uh, we're finally in back in high school, huh? Yeah, finally finishing uh, that senior no. year. <laughs> it is, no, no. <laughs> no, I'm actually about eight classes away from uh, completing my bachelor's degree. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be a thing. Congratulations, my friend. Yeah, it is. It's so funny doing the discussions now because I notice that when I do them, I do them in like my work language. Um, and I realize a lot of like my postings are sounding like memos you would get at work. <laughs> Oh, dude, there is nothing funnier to me than when you would get off of work when we lived together and you would still be in work mode and you would come in and I'd be like, hey, man, you want a drink? And you'd be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Grab that for me. And then we'll circle back to the uh, living room. and we'll, uh, Maybe we can watch some YouTube or something. I'm not sure. But hey, let me know. I'd be like, dude, what? And he'd be like, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Grab me a Sprite. <laughs> 
Yeah, absolutely. But, but I would um, do the same thing because uh, Amanda was the one to point it out because I was serving at the time and I would come home and I'd be like, you guys need anything? You want me to grab you anything? You need anything else? Oh my gosh, yeah, you would. <laughs> it was so funny. And you would do like the finger point thing. Like you, I was you, doing like, it while I was just saying it right now. I swear to God, I was doing the exact thing. You guys need anything else? You're doing the little circle motion with your fingers. Uh, <laughs> you take out a pen and pad, you start writing it down. And you're like, ah, just kidding. I got to memorize. I'm just, I'm just doing hangman with myself. I actually just drew a picture of you guys. Look at this doodle. <laughs> um, but I got it all up here. Don't worry. Uh, and then I do get one thing wrong though. <laughs> uh, no, that's awesome. This must be the season of people going back to school though. Audrey's brother has gone back to school. And uh, quick, a quick, actually funny side story about that. Not so funny for him, but for the outside perspective, it's hilarious. I guess one of his, uh, one of the administrators he was talking to or something, I don't know the exact story, but he had to drop one of his classes. And instead of doing that, she dropped all six of his classes. Oh. So when he went to sign on to figure out when his periods were and everything this year and everything, like he didn't see anything. Oh, it said he had nothing. God. And like, oh man, he I went into full panic, panic attack. attack. Yeah. Oh, he freaked the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty bad, but uh, yeah, understandably so for that situation. Yeah, nothing he did wrong though, so he got it all figured out. They were able to get it, you know, squared away. <laughs> That's wild. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah, uh, nothing, nothing too much in the works for me. This was my week off, so honestly, I didn't really do much. It was just a nice, relaxing vacation. Uh, yeah, not much to report That's back. Awesome. <laughs> got, oh, like I said, I got a projector. That's about the most. Uh, Amanda and I just got back from uh, Disneyland. Not, yeah, I was wondering. I forgot if you guys were going this weekend or not. How was that? Okay, so get this. Um, it was raining for a majority of the time. And, and I mean where it's consistently, and you, you know it's raining. It's not like, oh, there's a little drizzle. It's, oh, you can this, see it. You, yeah. can, you can see it's raining. Um, this there's is, not a single this is patch New York the rain. That isn't, yeah. It's Seattle rain. <laughs> they don't talk like that. It's Seattle. <laughs> but you know what? They would if it rained like that. If it rained. Okay. So uh, what was nice was we and we we couldn't do too many things, which wasn't a, a bad thing. It's obviously because she's pregnant. You know, there's certain rides that she can't go on. Of course. So we stuck to, honestly, you Sucker. know, some of our favorites, Pirates. Uh, Pirates was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, we got to do the Haunted Mansion, and it was still Jack's takeover as well. So that was super cool. Nice. That was the first ride we did. Nice. And she didn't know it was going to be. So I knew. So that's why I was like, no, let's make that the first ride. And then <laughs> not have to worry about trying to wait in long lines. Um, and then I also surprised her. We did the Build Your Own Lightsabers. Hell yeah. Dope. Yeah, I still haven't been able to make one of those. I, I feel like now I could go back with enough like money to feel comfortable doing that. But even then, I'd be like, ooh. <laughs> these are pricey i'll say the experience is, is worth it um it's definitely something that you want to hang up and i definitely spend like the first hour back at the hotel room uh waving my lightsaber around like a, a oh, mad I, person in the room i thought you were gonna say because for me it'd be spend the first hour just picking the kyber crystal i'd be like oh i'd be like i don't know i don't know what crystal do i do <laughs> I don't know what, oh, I, dude, know what I want. There's multiple processes where you have to choose and then build your own with uh with custom sets that like you'll, like you'll pick one thing and then you get a set of options for that option that you picked and then you pick between those options to build it. It's like build a bear but for adult children. Yeah, and it's funny because <laughs> you'll see 
you'll see families going together, right? Yeah. You'll you'll see kids because you only get one guest. Um, so it's kind of nice because again they make it an experience. Yeah. But you'll see like kids and parents, and you know, it's all it's all the parents that are making those lights. Yeah, those right. Kids are, like they're 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 heavy. Like it's metal. It's the the metal kind. It's yeah. super nice. That's beyond their their realm. Go to Sharper uh, Image. So, That's the highest level they're going to buy. Yeah, this episode brought to you by the Sharper Image. Oh, my God. Um, Does that now, we're name-dropping all the greats. Amazon, Disney, you know, we're, we're going to have the... We're gonna, we're, everyone's going to love us. Yeah, that. they're going to be rolling in, dude. Rolling in. We're, we're not even paid by that. That's what <laughs> makes me mad. We're talking about experiences where we're giving these companies money, huh. and they're getting free advertisement, and I just I don't know what, what to think. Uh, I don't like it. Oh, by the way, under underrated gem of Disneyland, in my opinion. Um, it might not even be there anymore, but the Pinocchio ride slaps. It's a good ride. We were just talking about... Oh, no, no. We were talking about the Peter Pan one, because that's the one where you're in that room, and it's like you're flying, and, oh, and that's yeah. pretty funny. That was pretty cool, too. Yeah, there's just that moment in the one where you go into the whale's mouth, and every time it scared the shit out of me. Still does to this day. I'm a 29-year-old man. Uh, (laughs) Oh, dude, have you done the submarine one at Disneyland? I did that for the first time at the age of 29 years old. No, no. I don't know if you remember. We were going to, and we were waiting in line for it, and then someone came up to us and was like, hey, we have fast passes to the Cars ride. In uh, That's right, and we're like, fuck this. Those go way faster. Yeah, we were like, fuck that, and we just ran there. And they literally, we were the last ride to go on. I think they were closing in like 10 minutes or something like that. Um, Man, that that was a great time. Yeah, I actually found out. It's funny you bring that up because wait, what is this word? Hold on. Uh, n- uh, no. Um, hold on. Mecca. Ne- Necromechaphobe. No, the, there's a word. Okay, hold on. I gotta Google it really. <laughs> there's a word that's like the fear of man-made items underwater, and I know that sounds so specific. <laughs> um. But I really like, want to put you on the right now. So, like, for example, like, imagine those mechanical items um, that you see under the water for the submarine wa- ride. Like, uh-huh. those freak me out a little bit. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. That's not it. Submechanophobia. That sounds like an anime, like, oh, yeah, well, I have submechanophobia. You'll never be able to defeat my water-based... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> netherworld powers, or like a, uh, <laughs> or like a, a a hardcore death metal band, sub mechanophobia. Oh man, did you hear the new sub mechanophobia album? Man, that shit was heavy. Heavy oh. stuff. Let me see if I can find a picture real quick and send it to you in the chat for an example. Yeah, you would love this. Although I'll say a lot of it is. And and they do a really good job of they have a scene set up, but they're generating images with probably projectors of some sort um, for okay. for different things you pass through. But there are other things that are just straight up um, mechanisms, as as scientists might say. Mechanisms. Okay, so this isn't a mechanism, but this is like the idea of the vi- Wait, is that even going to come up? Okay, click. It's safe to click. Wait, maybe don't click on that. <laughs> maybe don't do a you know what you don't click on that 
I'm, I'm going to upload a different picture. I think it's just a download to a, a photo. It's fine, but I'm not going to make you do that. Uh, so like this idea, like they have this mechanical shark. I'm doing it in the Discord, uh, uh, like underwater. Yeah. Like that vibe freaks me the fuck out. Like that is a legit fear. But I also have a fear of being underwater. Like it's like, I don't know why. It's And sharks. Yeah, but you know what? I've realized it's less of sharks and more of being helpless around sharks you know like they are they are the penultimate in that setting you know so it's like oh yeah no you're you're done so that that's my fear is like you feel the same way about them as as bears a little bit yeah oh yeah well okay maybe not no because i can run from a bear that's what i'm saying is like (laughs) swimming is not the same even though a bear is faster than me and i understand shut up listen i get i get that (laughs) But I'm not, I'm not saying I can outrun a bear, but I'm saying I can run from a bear and feel like I'm doing something. Swimming, I don't feel like I'm doing anything compared to something that's bred to be to swim. That's fair. Especially, like, if you start scrambling and you're, oh, you're God. just staying in split uh, place. You're not, even, you're not even moving to a spot. Oh, like, you legs. try to dive out of the way when he's ra- racing towards you. You're like, I can come up with a plan. Dude, no, my legs are already, like, You're like, I have, like, shivering. 12 seconds. I mean, at the same time, you're like, well, if I'm dead, because if you're also in the situation, right, because there's not a lot of situations where you end up face to face with the shark. But Uh if you are, I don't know why I always imagine you're you're far beneath the I I just realized I always imagine it's like it's probably better to go out from being attacked by a shark than drowning. It's a terrible assumption. But like that also that also assumes that you're in a situation where. You're already going to, like, if somebody had concrete shoes on your feet and dropped you into the ocean, and as you're going down, a shark came up. I'd rather drown. Well, what's, what's the worst way to go? I would rather drown. What the fuck do you mean? What? Be, I, what? what? <laughs> At least when I drown, I'm just going to pass out from suffocation and then die in my sleep. Well, otherwise, what? I'm eaten alive? Are you out of your mind? I mean, you won't be alive for long. Yo, for long enough, long enough. You're telling me that DMT rush is no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know what? Let's get some answer. Let's get some com- people in the comments. What would you rather be eaten alive by a shark or just drown? Is is basically or just the question. straight up drown or just drown? Uh, and you know, what? I might be surprised by the answers. And speaking of questions, look at that segue. Did you like that segue, Mitchell? I love that segue. And I I got to ask you an honest question. Paul Blart would ride that segue. Yes. What is it? I'm I'm here for Paul Blart. <laughs> Can I do a quick pause to let Beast out because he's starting to growl at the door? Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, perfect. Be right back. One moment. All right, now that he's gone and it's just me and you. We can finally talk turkey. I saw the way you were looking at me. Gotta say, while I am flattered, I'm also taken. Taken by my one true love. The Blade. I've been honing my skills every night. 
And if I let myself falter to another, well then, the blade will never love me back. And that's not a chance I'm willing to take with the blade. <laughs> All right. Also, you need to start playing Pokemon again. Because I, I got back into it. Bro, I did a surprise trade. I got a shiny level 100 Slowbro. What? That's dope. I also got a Charmander. So I'm working on breeding perfect Charmanders, and I'll have an extra one for you. So that way you can have a Charizard. Yeah, man, I got to play it just so I don't feel like I wasted $60. I mean, I, pl- <laughs> I did play it a good amount when it came out, but I felt like one of those situations where I could have waited to buy it if I wasn't going to play it that much. Yeah, I need to get jump back on it. And I'll say this. I had kind of like pushed myself to finish through the storyline because of getting access to six-star terror raids where you get stronger Pokemon options. And um, once you complete the Pokedex is when you get the the shiny charm so you can catch more shiny Pokemon. Shiny. Bro, the story blew me away, though. I was Mm. like, holy shit. This this is one of the best storylines they've done ever. Wow. That's not... That's pretty... That's pretty rare (laughs) for a Right. Like, when's the last time I was like... Don't get me wrong. I love Pokemon. But when was the last time I was like... Bro, the storyline of this Pokemon game really, yeah, no. really was a tearjerker. Like, you don't play Pokemon for the story, that's for sure. <laughs> um, but man, wow. this one, uh, this right. one is worth it. I'll say All it. This right. one is worth it. Oh, you piqued my interest again. I'll have to check it back out. All right. See, I'll with the whole story thing, you've done that thing where you made me want to restart it. I'm not going to do that. But like, I always every because I want to be more invested. Like, because I'm since I'm going back into the game, I'm like, I want to know either. Okay, so. I'll, I'll say I don't think you you would have missed anything. Um, it does a good job of giving you more as it progresses. So I I don't think you've you've missed anything. That that's fair, and I'll probably remember whatever it is that I played once I get into it. Oh you know? yeah. Um. All right. So we have a couple of listener questions here. Um. If you would like to leave a question for us in a future episode, be sure to leave them in the Scourge Discord, which will be linked in the description of either the uh, Spotify or Apple Music or YouTube, whatever you're listening to, or at the Neon Valley subreddit at r slash Neon Valley Pod. That's r slash Neon Valley Pod. Just like the question here from Gerbils. Gerbils. He said, a canceled show that doesn't deserve it. So, I don't know. Did you see this question prior? Because I had a little time to think about it. So, I, I'll admit, I I, 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 I'm, I have the upper hand. Uh, you go first, because I, I think I skimmed across this one. Um, I, I feel like maybe with anime, you might have a couple more than I would have. Yeah, that's had. exactly what I... And, and, okay, I guess by canceled, all... can Am I considering things that... They at least canceled making any more episodes for of the time being, um, where they said, uh, you know, we had this many seasons or just this season and we're at least not going to make any more. So, no, no. So I, from what I gather from this question is he's asking what show was cut short. So did not have an ending. So even if the show didn't, okay, didn't get to finish. Yeah. So yeah, was either low ratings caused it to cut the studio lost money or, you know, was disbanded or something like that. You know what I mean? I kind of, at least I think that's what he means because otherwise it's just every show that ended, you know? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Okay. Okay. I think I. Uh, I think I have one. Um, okay. Because I. I have a couple. One of them I think you'll know about too. But I. I do have one that me and Audrey were obsessed with when it first came out on HBO Max, which they've been notorious for canceling shit lately. Um, <sighs> HBO Max. How could you? I know. Um, but it was a show called Lovecraft Country. Uh, it. It was. It was just a really interesting show set in, you know, you know, I should just Google this real quick because I don't want to get it wrong. It's one of those yeah. things where I watched it like two years ago. Um, oh, yeah. So it's set in the 1950s during like Jim Crow era America. And it's about mm-hmm. um, a guy whose father wrote the guide for the black American to travel America. And it's like the idea that it's this guidebook that like black Americans would buy to tell them what cities to avoid, what towns to avoid so that they would be safe essentially, you know? Mm. Um, but throughout the whole tale, there's like, like mystery that starts to pop up and then like magic. And then there's witches. And then there's like this whole backstory of like Lovecraft creatures that are like actually real. And like they start and it's really good. And it's, it intertwines like, black history and culture with like the Lovecraft stories, because what's real, what's crazy about Lovecraft that a lot of people know now, and it's why people have a little bit of issue with his writing is that he was very racist. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yes. that would make sense. Yeah. He had a lot of problems with dark skinned people in his writings. So this show almost takes his writing and then flips it on its head and makes it about, black people and it's like it's really it's really good it's it was a really good show it was supposed to continue but they canceled it as bullshit um but anyway uh did did you have one i thought maybe we can go back and forth if you thought of one yeah yeah so the first one that i thought about and i was also trying to look up to see if what what had canceled it um you know if it was low ratings or not Mm. because i thought it was really cool i enjoyed watching it and after two seasons and 19 episodes, American Inventor went off the air. And for oh, those unfamiliar... That sounds familiar. 2007, between, well, March 2006 and August of 2007, American Inventor was a reality show such as the <laughs> likes of American Idol. Others like American Idol. And on the show... It was people who were like, hey, I invented this. So think of Stu Pickles for all the millennials out there. Um, Just people who built random things. Uh, I remember one. Yes, I remember this. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Right. It was Shark Tank before Shark Tank. Basically. Yeah, because instead of yeah, because in, instead of saying we want you to get in on this business, it was we're pitching to people, hey, we're inventors. We're not business people. Um yes. and some people did, I think, you know, do sales and stuff like that. But one kid was I think like sixteen or seventeen years old and he had tried to build some fan for the car window uh, so that way you can have your dog in the car and still blowing out <laughs> air and I, I remember in the end of like they, they were trying to be nice he he ended up crying at the end he's so funny he's like don't worry that that episode you did on american inventor that'll never come back to haunt you you know that was that was in 2007 so much stuff has happened since then <laughs> In 2023, he goes to check out the Neon Valley podcast. He's, he's, he's the one listener in Belgium. <laughs> he's the one in Belgium. He moved to Belgium and changed his identity. To get away and now from he's getting all. roasted. 
<laughs> oh my fucking god! Sorry. That's amazing. I'm sorry, man. Yeah. Uh, speaking of that time period, I do have two shows uh, that I can like rapid fire real quick from that era. 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 Okay. Um, okay. One is a sitcom called The Loop, which was about a guy who worked at an airline like company, and I like it was just like a a slice of life sitcom show. Like it was just him working at the company and like he had a girlfriend and, or I mean like a girl he liked and a best friend who was like a stoner and goofy. And it was just, but it was just the actors in it were very likable, but yeah, it was, it was called the loop. It was really fucking funny. It should have been on longer. Anyway, there was another show called happy endings. And genuinely, when I say that this show was one of the funniest shows that I have ever watched in my life. It was one of the funniest shows I've ever watched in my life. And I think it lasted like eight seasons. And I still think it got canceled too soon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think that if the sh- series is doing well enough and they're creating enough of a, a plot line and a story behind it. I, I think you can you can say at any point that it was canceled too soon. Yeah, actually, you know, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little confused. There's no way, because it says it went from 2011 to 2020, but it did not go for nine years. Hold on. I know I just said nine seasons, but I think I could just gaslit myself. Hold on. This show did <laughs> not go for nine seasons. At 482 seasons, short only to Naruto? <laughs> no, wait. What? Yeah, there were three seasons. Okay. All right, Joseph, go back and edit me saying in this, this. And I know that there were three seasons, but it still shouldn't have been three canceled. Seasons. Thank you. Thank you, Joseph. Just edit that back in. That it should sound it should sound smooth. Anyway, did you did you think of any other shows? <laughs> yes, I I have um and I'm going to put them up as a pair. Okay. Um and I think you'll you'll know why. Yeah. Uh Flapjack and Chowder. Wow, were they technically the, the, canceled? Yeah, so I, I just pulled this up. It apparently, so Chowder was a rather strange cartoon, and, and this is me quoting thegamer.com, quoting our sources. This is Nat. Uh, the show did not fit with the older boys demographic, which is interesting. Really? So it says, it turns out older boys were into the live action shows, Destroy, Build, Destroy instead. I was not. I, but we've talked about this before as well in our personal lives. I was way more of an animation person than I was a live action lad. Yeah, you know what? I, I'll admit, I would love to say that it's your fault. I, I don't fall into that category, but it is my fault. Yeah, because I went on to the live action stuff. Like I was the kid who was like, when I turned thirteen, fourteen, I was like, little oh, cartoons. Nobody watches cartoons anymore. But I also wonder for too, if because I had, like, I was the oldest. So yeah, you and my sisters. My youngest sibling was eight years younger, um, and if maybe that had to do with like, oh, yeah. she still watched cartoons. So at least cartoons that had the, the again the the jokes that you know teenagers could pick up on. Um, you know, I I liked those ones. Oh, you know what? That makes sense because yeah, I bet. If I had lived with my older brothers even longer before moving to Vegas, I probably would have moved out of cartoons even sooner. Because, like, they were into wrestling when I was only four. 
So I was already thinking like, oh, I should be into wrestling, you know, and like shit. And it's like, I don't fucking know what the fuck, you know, like maybe, maybe that's a little young. Maybe I was like five or six, but either way, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah. The fact that you had younger siblings probably made it easier to kind of hold on to those type of shows for me. It was like, oh, I was, I want to grow up quicker, you know? Yeah. That's, mm-hmm. that's interesting. Uh, I do. I have, oh, wait. You had two? Oh no, they were. Yeah, you already. Yeah, they were seven. Yeah, that that was a, a um, pair because they they came out at the same time. Yeah, that's those are good ones. Uh, I okay. Drake and Josh should never have been canceled. It should still be going on now, but that's a different story. Um, I have one more that I think you'll agree with. You ready? You ready for okay. this bombshell? Okay. Okay. Netflix's classic, 2016, I believe, disjointed. I forgot that was canceled. <laughs> yeah, brother. I think it only got two seasons. So good. It was like the modern that '70s show. Like I, I will, I will, I will fight tooth and nail. Like yes, it's not like Oscar worthy. It's not the best show ever made. But god damn it, we laughed. We laughed hard. <laughs> yeah, and uh, it got serious at parts, and even the things where you're like, this is so over-the-top ridiculous, this isn't even funny, at, at points became funny. Like, it, it did oh, yeah. a great job of, you might not like this right now, but that's okay because, you know, it might be something that somebody else likes, yeah. but uh, but they do a well job of rounding it out. Yeah, and it ends up working towards the plot, because there was literally like a whole there was a couple episodes where one of the characters is talking to one of the weed plants. Like it's having a conversation with him. And like for an episode or two, you're just like, this is really dumb. Like, yeah, there's a few good jokes in it, but then it actually pays off where like the plant is like controlling. Like it's, it's so fucking dumb, but it's like, it actually pays off in a way where you're like, Oh wow. That was actually going somewhere. It wasn't just like a dumb stoner joke of like, Oh, the plant's talking to him. Like, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well deserved. Uh, there, I'm sure there's more. Like, I know there's a lot of shows that people really like. Like, I feel, I would feel dismayed to not bring up shows like Firefly and stuff like that. Because, like, I, I personally, I've never watched it all the way through. I've only seen a few episodes. But that was a show that only had one season, I think. But literally, it has like a nine out of ten on IMDb. Everyone fucking loves it. But it got canceled because of certain like ownerships leaving certain hands and they couldn't make it anymore you know that type of thing so yeah i guess i'd feel remiss to not bring up stuff like that but i never watched them so i don't know uh those are just our personal ones <laughs> yeah all right you uh i don't know you want to get into the movie we're uh, we're doing pretty good on time i feel like we got a lot of time to talk about the movie today yeah perfect and i think it was uh there's a lot to talk about in the movie. So uh, yes. let's dive on in. Uh, Joseph, uh, do the transition. Absolutely. By the way, Joseph has you know, not done a single thing we've asked him to. I don't know if you've noticed. I, uh, I noticed that. Um, is I, he on payroll? He, uh, not yet, but I, this, he's definitely not going to be now. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, uh, The Menu is a 2022 film. Uh, starring Anya Taylor-Joy, Nicholas Holt, Rafe Fiennes. Uh, and I had to Google that, by the way, because uh, <laughs> I know for a fact it's spelled Ralph, but I believe he pronounces it Rafe or Rife. No, Rafe. Yeah. Uh, like Ray F. Fiennes. Um, 
that's the guy who like plays a the ray chef. Of sh- a ray of sun fine. Yeah, because it was one of those moments where I know the actor, and when I was Googling the name to be like, shit, what is it again? It came up as Ralph Fines, and I was like, that's not his fucking name. And then I Googled the pronunciation, and it was like, Ray Fines. And I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's the name I remember. <laughs> ray Machio. Um, but so you suggested this last week. Uh, I did. Which I got to say, I don't know if you did it on purpose. I, 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 maybe you did. I don't know. But this was a perfect accompaniment. Uh, <coughs> Accoutrement? Excuse me. I, you know what? There you go. No, this was the perfect uh, accompaniment to w- the Glass Onion last week that we watched. Um, yeah, it, it wasn't intentional. But, but I think looking back now, it it makes a very yeah 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 I, I see what, I see what you're getting at yeah it it's very similar in tone which I'm not gonna lie was one of the first things that drew me away from this movie because I had seen trailers for it before uh, you suggested it and I was kind of interested but I was getting sick of this whole like let's break down class and like the i don't know there's just a lot of movies these days that are like let's isolate people in a thing and and really break down their class division and it's like uh yeah i get it you know at at a certain point like what was that movie that came out um a few years ago platform do you remember that one oh god i love platform yeah and it was still at a time where it felt original to really comment i mean it's we've always been commenting on class i mean it's literally one of the only things written about throughout all of history but especially recently in hollywood there's been a real like like the squid game style commentary on class you know yeah Um, oh yeah and so this movie when i first saw the trailer i was a little you know thrown off by it because of that but i also i thought it was just going to be a cannibal movie Okay, cool. I totally was, and I I know they entirely set it up right? to make you feel that way. Because yes. I thought for sure, too, it's going to be some kind of weird cannibal movie, right? Yeah. Where they're going to be forced to eat people. Like thought the, a billion percent, put money on it. I was have so a great day. ready to hate this movie because that was going to be the twist. Because I was like, man, this I'm so sick of this shit. I get it. We eat people. People also, eat. Also, spoilers. Well, we don't eat people. Uh, I don't eat people. It's not about cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly I guess we, get it. we eat people we eat you know, people you know. all right i get it uh no it's but they didn't do that at all and they even hinted at it in the first they still try to trick you a little bit because there's i don't know if you noticed and i'm not trying to skip ahead or anything but just for this context there's a moments where they're drinking the wine and when they keep describing the wine they describe it as personal emotions and I was like, oh, that's the blood of people, for sure. Like, for sure, 100%. Because he was like, oh, this one tastes like longing and regret. And I was like, ah, oh, oh, ha, ha, ha. No, I didn't, uh, I didn't pick up on that. Oh, yeah, and then the second wine tasted like, you know, missing someone. I forget. It was, it was they, they kept saying very specific, like, emotions that the wine would taste like. So I was like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Uh, fucking cannibals i get it you're eating people this is so fucking stupid like i was so ready to hate this movie in the first like 15 20 minutes because i have some notes like I, I i was taking notes while watching it right and 
I, even though I wanted to hate it going into it, I was still wanted to be fair. You know, I was like, all right, it can still be a good movie. You never know. This is how movies right. work. I'm right. totally, you gotta give it a chance. You gotta be open-minded. But I had that gut feeling is all I'm saying. I don't want to say I went into it wanting to hate it. That's, I guess that's not the right way to say it. But either way, uh, when it started and the couple is kind of talking off of the boat and, you know, he's describing what they're going to be doing this weekend and all this stuff. All I kept thinking was like, why are these people talking like they don't know each other? Like what the, like th- this, are they're supposed to be a couple? I think like, but they're, but they act like they don't even know each other. Yeah. I definitely got, um, you just picked her up vibes. Like you're, you're kind of winging this as you're going. Yeah. Yes. But it was still written in a way where it's like, oh, but they're bantering. So like, do they know each other? Like, is it? Yeah, because it it felt like there was still some type of familiarity. Like, oh, maybe they were just friends, but one has a, a different kind of eye. Like, I yeah. exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, like when you're dating someone, you have different interests. Like, even though you try to date people who your interests line up, there might be the one or if uh, I say one, there may be the many things that don't line up in your relationship. So. I thought, oh, hey, maybe being a foodie is just his thing and it's not her thing. They're only like a year in or a couple months in or, you know what I mean? Like it's and she didn't realize how how deep it it really was for him. Yeah, exactly. You know, but again, I don't know. You know what? Spoilers. We got to this is a hard movie not to just talk about spoilers. Um, If people really care about spoilers and just want to hear my thoughts right out of the gate. It's a really good movie. It's a really great movie. Uh, it surprised me. Uh, I'm not going to give my rating yet. That's a tease. They're going to wait till the end because yep. you never know. Who knows? I say it's a great movie. I might give it a four out of ten. You don't fucking know. I might have my reasons. You could pull a link. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good. That was a good reference. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you don't fucking know. But yeah, so I. Um, it was a good movie. You guys should see. It. What do you say, Mitchell? I fucking hated it. No, I oh, it, I loved it because I kept not knowing what to expect in the movie, mm-hmm. uh, and I haven't had that in a while. Especially, I was at one point I thought it was to be more of a saw. Um, I, I thought it was to be you know a hunger uh, hunger game, uh, squid game. <laughs> I thought it was yeah. going to be a a horror heavy, and instead it was this. I don't want to say drama. It was like a, a, a thriller. Oh, psychological thriller it, for sure. Yeah, but it kept making you wonder if there's another element to it that they just haven't shown you yet. And and maybe, I don't know if you saw, this movie was so funny too. Like, I didn't realize how much of a comedy. It was super clever. Yeah, like the the... The dark comedy, like this felt like one of those movies you would see in theaters and half of the theater's laughing and the other half of the theater doesn't really understand why the other half is laughing. Do, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it felt like one of those movies because um, there's a great line where the 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 chef is, is talking to the crowd and, you know, John Leguizamo's character is like, what about her? She doesn't have to die. And I'm being very non-specific you know for quote-unquote spoilers yet but he's like she doesn't have to die and the chef goes where did you go to school and she's crying she's like brown university he's like do you have any student loans no 
And he's like, I'm sorry, honey, you're going to die tonight. <laughs> oh, dude, <laughs> I shit. was dying because I was like, yeah, I'd be fine. <laughs> like, that shit is so good. Like, um, he's like, do you have this person? <laughs> um, no. but so, okay. You died so, tonight. All right, so all right, let's circle back kind of to the beginning. The reason I wanted okay. to say spoilers out of the gate is because the reason they don't talk to each other like they know each other is because they don't. She's a prostitute. So it literally makes sense from the beginning. He, she was hired to come to this dinner. Um, again, spoilers. We're spoiling shit out the gate. I just, What's interesting that, is that's similar to like the glass onion where it starts off awkward and you're wondering why would they be acting like this? And then once you get to the end, it explains it and you see it and you're like, Oh, okay. Now I understand yes. why that was that interaction. It makes sense. Now they make it really hard to review them and talk about them in this context and this setting. Yeah, back to like back, to I realized, because you're like, so I need to critique this part, but I need to put an asterisk on that critique, because while the critique isn't wrong, per se, uh, the movie is still correct because of how it's using that moment. Exactly. But, but <laughs> like, A Silent Voice didn't do that, obviously, but yeah, like, uh, like Glass Onion and this last movie, they are... Uh, they really suffer from that. Well, suffer is the wrong word because it's good. I do enjoy it. But, but at first we, when you're watching suffer. it, yeah, your, your first knee jerk reaction is like, why, why am I uncomfortable while these people are talking? You know, like, am I supposed to feel this way? Like you don't know. Don't yeah. Think. It's super clever. Um, yeah. I, I didn't note though, that I like how they introduced all the characters. It was really good. The, like, like a lot of the movies, I, I think we've gotten that down pat, how to introduce characters, but some movies still suck at it. So this was good, even down to the little details where, like, uh, Margot's character, whose spoiler's name isn't really Margot, and I can't remember her real name, but whatever. Steve. Um, Steve. But there's clearly <laughs> a tension between her and the rich old couple. Yep. Like, she looks at them, and she's like, oh, fuck, and looks away. And they never explain that for another, like, half an hour. But you notice it, and you're like, okay, so there's something. Well, I, I think um, what, what is at least at first being said is the wife is saying to the husband, doesn't she look like our daughter? And she keeps making that reference to him, and he keeps getting uncomfortable saying, like, no, what are you talking about? But I think, I think she, oh, maybe she does say it at the beginning. I thought she doesn't say that until, like, a good 20 minutes into the movie when they're, like, in the actual restaurant. But maybe, oh, no, maybe she yeah, does say okay, something okay, like, okay, oh, so, why is that girl looking at us? Maybe she says something like that at the beginning. Yeah, like maybe. But, yeah, she doesn't. Um, it's when they're first sitting down in the restaurant, I think, is when she says that mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she reminds her of the daughter. Yeah, no, but there's a moment when they're getting on the boat, like, at the very, very beginning where... Margot looks at the older couple and she quickly looks away and averts her eyes as if like, oh shit, I hope they don't see me. Um, mm -hmm. So I was like, oh, so there's clearly a past with them, you know, but they don't, they don't say anything about it. So it's, I like these setups. They're set, they set it up very nicely. Um, and also yes. fuck you for picking a movie with a guy named Tyler as they made the second they I, said his name. I, I was like, oh, it fuck. like halfway through and I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> Did you rewatch it for this, by the way? I'm curious. I, I, I didn't, um, but when I watched it, I, I knew I was going to make you watch it, so I was I was definitely paying uh, some extra attention. That's fair. Uh, 
Yeah, no. When when she said his name, I kind of like cringed a little bit. I was like, God fucking damn it! I hate it when movies do this. Even though it's it happens with everyone, I get it. I was just like, God damn it! Um, especially because they made his character so obsessive about a specific thing, and I was like, Man, well, that's exactly why. But at the same time, he's super knowledgeable. Although there's a point when. <laughs> Unlike you, oh my god, dude, dude no. that was the greatest. Uh, I was yes. so. You know what? I don't want to say it. We'll get to that. We'll, we'll get. To we'll that. get to it. Uh, we'll get to it. So okay, so they get into the restaurant. There's already kind of a weird vibe, right? Like the you know, it's very eyes wide shut, uncomfortable. Yeah, like there's uh, uh, hoity-toity, like rich, but the kind of rich where you're just like, are is everyone gonna like start fucking? any second or something like it's very is everybody in on something and and they're just bullshitting each other because i i don't get it yeah so oh i guess for people listening we're not making this very clear i'm sorry so the movie is basically about people who are brought to an island to have a private tasting from a professional chef and it's like super expensive i think he says at the beginning like it's like twelve hundred dollars thirteen hundred dollars a person um which again kind of hints at the fact that like why would she not even know even close to how much it because he says like yeah it's 1250 a head or something like that and she goes oh what well it's on your dime and like yeah that's a thing maybe a couple would say if they're early into dating but you're telling me he just dropped two grand on this and she didn't know <laughs> bro he, he was ready to uh to accept what it was going to end up being i don't think money was going to be a an issue for him True. Uh, okay. Well, that yeah, but I'm saying with the context of what we know going into the movie at the beginning, you're just like, wait, yeah, you didn't know he just dropped twelve fifty. But then they do kind of hint at the uh, before they even go into the oh, restaurant. It's not, not the pr- yeah, yeah, it's not her name. And then he even doesn't know her name. Like she and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Because the the girl at the front desk goes like, so who are you with? And he goes, oh, this is Mrs. Um um that's right uh, and i was like Dude, yeah and then she goes margo my name is margo yeah and i was like so is he just a terrible person is he just nervous like what's happening like what the fuck is going on again but it was clever at the way because you you're asking these questions but they actually have answers it's not just bad writing <laughs> yes um beautiful so i wrote down tyler seems passionate but crazy uh this might have just been about myself i don't know uh, <laughs> no, i forgot uh, who yeah this might have been my diary entry shit okay my bad uh so the the first course is the fish the right the scallop i believe yes i think it was uh scallops that's set up on like the rock. And at first I thought the rock was what they were eating until it zoomed in. And I was like, wait, that's just a giant rock. <laughs> that's a uh, scallop is sitting on top of. <laughs> I was also confused when he said, do not eat the food. Cause if I was sitting there, I would have raised my head and said, sir, like, is this a metaphor <laughs> or like, are you yeah, yeah. do not ingest taste, because I'm taste. I, I really need, like yeah. I'll taste it, no, but I really need, uh, I'm going to eat it. He contradicts himself like a million times going on forward. Cause then he'll just be like, enjoy, eat, eat the food. Like he'll just keep saying eat over and over again. Even though at the beginning he was like, I want to make this clear. Do, Do not, not eat, eat the food. And it's like, oh, you're, yeah, it's that. But again, it's that pompous kind of like, 
it's showing without having any real depth, you know, like you're just, but, but you're also just trying to do it for people who don't really even care at the end of the day, which is kind of the main message of this movie is like the, the service industry. That's why it resonated so much with me, by the way, was the, the overall arcing message of like pain in the service industry. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and I mean, like, I, I know that that's not the main, maybe that's not the main message, but that's clearly where all of this tension and where the horror and where the chef's kind of uh, plan comes from is the underappreciation of people in the service industry and how years and years of trying to please people ends up sucking the soul from you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they definitely encapsulated a lot of that. Yeah, it was it was really good. Um, cause yeah, so I didn't really write anything much about the first dish. I really liked how Tyler is just like, oh, just obsessed with everything that's happening. He doesn't even fucking care. Like, oh, and he keeps taking pictures when they told him not to. Which yep. I, immediately I was like, stop it, stop <laughs> it. Why are you doing that, Tyler? You shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> they specifically said to not do that thing that you are currently doing. Yeah, which again. All right, so now I'm gonna let's nitpick because I'm I'm not I, now I'm thinking about it. Why, if he's okay, so he's so obsessed with this chef, right? And he knows that there's this rule not to take pictures, correct? Mm-hmm. He also knows he's gonna fucking die. Why take the pictures? Uh, Why risk this? Why would he? Well, like, what, do you know what I mean? Like, if I was yes, going to bring con- that up, but I didn't know if we were going to get to that point yet. But yeah, I was okay. just thinking about how, why, why are you taking pictures if you don't? But my my only guess is, have you seen fans of the Jonas Brothers? I firmly <laughs> believe that they okay. will do everything in their power to follow anything that they said, but mm-hmm. that there is a a gauge. And when that gauge tilts a little bit more into the I'm in awe of the moment, I think they are so excited. They forgot about following the instruction because they get caught up in the moment. That is my hot, hot take. You know what? That's fair. And part of me also felt that they were common. I don't want to say common. How do I put this? Part of me also felt that they were trying to say something towards the fact that Tyler didn't believe that they were going to die or it like maybe he did, but that didn't matter. And he was so ignorant to it that it never really fully sunk in. Do you know what I mean? Where taking the pictures into like, he's still thinking about his future life and the possibilities of like working for this chef and like all these, like, Oh, he wants to meet. But the, the, almost the idea of death was just like, Oh yeah, that's just part of the ticket. You know, like, imagine if you got, like, like you were saying with the Jonas Brothers, like, imagine if, a, or a Taylor Swift fan, if they got a VIP pass that was like, oh, get a meet and greet, and you can talk with them, go see a movie with them, go do this, but then at the end you die. You know, like, there would still be fans who are like, well, I bet that that's just a joke, you know, or I bet that that's just like, they can't be serious. You know, like, I, I don't know. That, only that's only kind- because of how it plays out for him. Mm-hmm, Do mm-hmm. I? I think that he was firmly in, but didn't prepare the whole time. Like, That's the only but, reason. No, I do agree with you, but doesn't it also seem like he had such a shift in composure? Like when it finally hit him 
that he was not worthy and that he was going to die. That like, but I think it was more of that's why was was yeah he thought yeah that's fair he thought with his knowledge it's like but somebody yes. who who plays Madden their whole life and they study every play that could ever happen in Madden and then they get put into the <laughs> opportunity to be a head coach once and and then they they get blown out like it, to me it's it's that kind of realization no, I, of I do this, agree but yeah but. But I'm saying going into it, it's like imagine being the fan who wins the opportunity to be on the field and that they're also and that they but like they're told that, oh, yeah, you'll die at the end. And you might think like, oh, well, I'll be able to impress them so much that it won't even matter. You know, like, oh, I'm not just one of these normal people who are coming. I don't know why I'm harping on this so much. It really doesn't matter. I just like that's I guess that's why where I thought there was slightly part of it coming from was that he just was ignorant to the fact that he was even going to die because he was so blinded by the stardom of it all. You know, I'll say I mean? if if there was evidence that that proved to that, taking the picture would indicate that because again, a picture is usually a memory you want to save or keep. Yeah, because that that's the only thing that was weird, and also they never hinted that he was like suicidal. I thought that they were going to bring that up. Like I thought maybe maybe when they revealed the whole everyone was going to die that night thing, that they were going to like he was going to bring up like oh well me and my girlfriend had a suicide pact but she broke up with me or so- something you know what I mean. But it it never did that. It was all just about the fact that he was so obsessed with yeah. this chef, you yep. know, and that lifestyle. Um, and I lo- yeah, I love it how he brings up. He's like, oh, I w- I've watched uh, Top Chef and like all these shows like a uh, thirty times, and like, oh man, I I, I they're so amazing. <laughs> like it's it's just really funny because um, I I I know that feeling of being really passionate about something, and at first it seems endearing when he's talking about it. You're like, oh wow, he really likes this thing. And then you can tell he doesn't have a filter or realize the appropriate time to utilize that information. Yeah, like when he starts telling uh, Anya Taylor-Joy, Margot's, uh, her character, Margot, to just, like, shut up. When he's just like, just shut the fuck up and eat, okay? I'm, Be great. I'm, I'm trying I to enjoy like, this. I was like, please, please punch him in the face. Right. And then she does again, end up slapping him. Now, wait, yeah, that's true. Which, uh, now, again, and this isn't to excuse Tyler's actions by any means. Um, he was still a dickhole. But it also puts it into new context when you find out later that, again, she was not... They're not dating. He doesn't know her. He paid her to be there. He spent... Yeah, it's not her. It's not his date. He's literally like, like, I hired you for this. Yeah, and he's still a dick and should still be respectful, obviously, and be like, hey, if you don't enjoy it, that's fine. Just maybe... Hey, maybe just have a few bites just to play nice. You know, he could be nicer about it, whatever. But, But yeah, it brings it into a new light when you find out later, like, oh, fuck, okay, like he doesn't know her like they're not dating so he doesn't owe her anything i guess i don't know i don't yeah it's but it's still he's a total fucking dick he's an idiot um but okay so that the bread scene that leads us into the bread scene which is great oh my gosh was hysterical the whole setup of the chef being like the bread is the the food of the common people you know you are it's not made for the, the common poor. people yeah but you are not the common people so you get no bread and he just brings them a plate of side accompany, and I love what is called accompaniments without the company or something. I fuck, I can't remember what it was called, but it was really funny. 
I wish I could remember. Uh, yeah, some of the titles <laughs> were really clever for the dishes. Yeah, no, th- that was some of the best humor. Was when the uh, the dish titles would come up, <laughs> and uh, yeah, no, they were they were really good. Um, but yeah, no, that scene really showed a lot about each character. And this is when I really started to like pay attention where I started to get into the movie and where I was started to be like, okay, even if this is a cannibal movie, at least I'm invested, you know, I'm starting Mm -hmm. to get into it. Um, because I don't know if you kind of picked up on this, like, cause I, I, I mean, it's not supposed to be super obvious, but I think like each character or each table, I guess I should say has such a different experience of what they're getting that it's it's almost like hilarious to like to see so many different people have the same thing in front of them but experience it so fucking differently like like tyler is just obsessing like he's just everything in front of him he's just like oh my fucking god look at this this is amazing uh, mm-hmm. this is unbelievable can do um, no wrong yeah and then the the food critic feels like everything is just for her. Oh, this is all just a show for me. Oh, look at him. Oh, this is so cute. He's doing this all for me. Like They're it's very like egocentric. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's even that line she says later where like when the shit starts really going down and people are dying where she's just like, I think this is all a show for us, you know? Yep. Just for us. Yeah. It. So it shows that she's just like in it in her own head. And then John Leguizamo's character, which by the way, doesn't have a name. We we talked about this a little before the podcast started. He's just called movie star. That, that's just <laughs> all. So in terms of like show your work. Eh. Which eh. I think, by the way, I don't know if this was on purpose, but I think it was a Mario reference. Did you catch that? Like, cause he, he, I think they're making fun of him playing the Super Mario brother in the 90s movie where he, Wait, <laughs> where he, really? where he played because yeah because remember they, there was the the movie where he was a dentist instead of a plumber and it was called like calling Dr. Sunshine or he was a doctor or something oh, like that and technically there was also a Dr. Mario game okay there you go there you go that's I'm just saying. hysterical but yeah i think it was supposed to be a kind of slight at that so i think he was playing himself almost he was just john leguizamo uh but um but his character he has a fucking like i don't know why this line stuck with me but it did and i'm so glad it did because it reveals so much later about his character is that he goes mm, you know the shit around the shit or no, what is he? I'm sorry. I want to get this right. He says like, mm, you know, the shit around the lack of shit tastes really good. <laughs> and when you find out later that his character is someone who literally has almost done nothing for himself, but just thrives off of the name drops that he uses around him. It's fucking genius. Like, yeah, like. Yeah, he literally right, ate this meal right. and he's just like, oh, look at these. Oh, all of these side dishes without the main thing. Oh, that's so fucking good. Like, oh, like I was I was literally like sitting there reveling in that line. Like, holy shit. How did they do that? That's so good. That's so good. Yeah, they, they did a great job of setting things up that had payoffs much later on. Sorry, drop my drink. We're good. Oh. <laughs> uh yeah no the the definitely the uh 
the setup and payoffs were perfect in this. Um, even like the businessmen, those were the last things I have. Yep. Uh, oh, well, I also mentioned the rich couple, but they didn't do anything. But that was kind of the point, right? Then they bring that up later. The rich couple just kind of sits there. And then every once in a while, they'll be like, man, she kind of looks like our daughter. And he'll be like, no, shut up, bitch. Oh, and I that- think that was more of, well, to punish definitely the husband. And then I think her just being in, in that kind of level of wealth of association and maybe ignorance well i think i yeah i, well, I mean obviously was like, being punished yeah well they were both being punished for the fact that they were just um what's elite they oh, were looking they were a also gift like horse like in the lying. mouth because exactly they, cause he they asked didn't realize what a they single had. favorite item on the menu for as as many times as you guys have come here this should be a once yeah. in a lifetime experience exactly this is a restaurant that people would die to eat at and they've eaten there 11 times i think he says yeah he couldn't name name one meal that he had yeah so it's it's i think yeah they were definitely that commentary on the people who just sit in their wealth without even realizing what they have you know and it's just normal uh, for them it's yet like any mcdonald's to them at that point yeah exactly exactly um so yeah there was really good like without being I don't know, because I guess it was on the nose. Like, it's not like they're being secretive about the commentary that they're making, but it's well, not... even talk about, you know, main character, uh, Margot. Ma- Margot? Margo. 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 I, my brain was like, you need to pronounce the T in that. Uh, Margo, he keeps telling her, and you don't really understand why at first, you don't belong here. Yeah. And at first, it's like, okay, what are you like this super fit? But he means more, you don't belong with them and you shouldn't be here tonight because it's not for you. And that's actually mm-hmm. like a a compliment in sense coming from him. I know. His character, he was so good Man, in his part. So well written because you go from hating to like, yes. no. And then you're like, Feeling oh, bad. yeah, no, I definitely hate you now. And then you're like, but what? Yeah. yeah. No, like, like at the beginning, he seems like your typical <coughs> douchebag, Gordon Ramsay, you know, yes, yeah, chef kind of guy, you know? Also, um, Ramsay. Yeah, yeah, he's a great guy. Uh, but yeah, so he seemed like your typical kind of hard-assed chef, you know? But then there's these scenes where, like that scene when he goes into the bathroom with uh, Margot, and he's just like... So uncomfortable. So not- uncomfortable. So not only is it uncomfortable, but I kind of felt bad for him because he, he has this kind of genuine moment of like, what didn't you like? Why don't you like it? Why haven't you eaten? What's happening? You know, like, because he's a chef and I could tell that in that moment they were trying to convey the feeling of like, that's what he does. He's meant to be there to feed people and she's not eating. What is wrong? You know? And I almost felt bad for him and it showed a moment of like sympathy where he was just like, what's, what's going on? Why, why won't you eat? You know? And then he almost immediately spins that and becomes like evil again. But yeah, there, there, he played it so fucking well. That's funny because the way I read that scene and, and again, maybe this is coming from a, a place of, of my my the the work I do kind of like <laughs> leading in, I w- I was just like first off she's a pain customer, uh she doesn't have to do whatever she doesn't want to do, um 
you can't run into the bathroom like like my mind was going through all oh, the yeah. things that like but that's but that's the point that that's kind of i think that's the point right where it's like we've gotten to such a degree of public service for these kind of jobs where all we're here to do is just make that like they could sit down order food spit on it put a cigarette out in it tell you it was shit tip you nothing and then leave and then that was your night you know what i mean and then and that was your night and -hmm. that's you're supposed to just smile the whole time and go yep that was fantastic thank you and i think for this guy he's like hey you spent twelve hundred and fifty dollars to be here what's wrong why haven't you eaten what's going on like what have i done what did i do wrong i this is my life you know like it's like this mix of i forget at this point does he know that that is the right person or not no, I, he's questionable. I th- like he knows that she's not supposed to be there, but he's still hoping that she'll play along. I think that that was his kind of hope was that like if she can prove herself to be just another elite that doesn't give a fuck. But I think oh. that's another reason he was testing her. He was like, why haven't you eaten? And then maybe she might be like, oh, well, this is all too much for me. And then he can be like, oh, well, you belong with us because you, you know how he makes that kind of choice for her. He's like, hey, yep. Are you with them as the people who take, or are you yeah, with talk us, about the people who give? A choice and like doing it like publicly at times. But you know what's? It's a beautiful metaphor for life because literally, she she asks him. She's like, "Well, I'm gonna die at the end, so it's fucking arbitrary anyway." And he's like, "No, it's not arbitrary. Are you gonna take or are you gonna give?" And it's like, "Yeah, we're all gonna die at the end of our life. So are you gonna be the person who takes or are you gonna give?" Like, it's not arbitrary at the end of the day, or is it? Is it? I don't know. Like, it's, it's, it actually is really a beautiful metaphor in that moment for literally almost all of life. Like, yeah, is it an arbitrary choice or not? That's up to you. <laughs> yeah, very well done. Yeah. Um, okay, so that goes into the third meal, right? So none, none of the crazy, even though we spoiled some stuff, we've talked a bit already, you know, we'll, 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 we won't go too, we're not going to break down every single goddamn scene in this movie, obviously, but <laughs> this is when shit starts really going off the rails. Yeah. Uh, what was his name? Like Jason, Josh, or something like that? Um, Jeremy. 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 Yep. Chef Jeremy, the mess was the name of his meal. Uh, how about you? Why don't you? Why don't you? Uh, why don't you let the people know what happened, Mitchell? <laughs> so, Since you suggested um, this movie, Jeremy is is introduced by Chef Slowick, right? Slowick. Yes, uh, Slowick. Yeah. Slowick. Um, and he's pretty much introduced as a saying, "Jeremy is never going to be as incredible as I am." Uh, <laughs> Jeremy's never gonna have the talent that I'll have. He's great, and that's kind of all he's ever going to be. He's never gonna get and just tearing into Jeremy's heart. And then he's like, You understand this, right, Jeremy? And and Jeremy says yes. Yes, chef, <laughs> yes, chef proudly. Um and also with a terrified. little tear in his eye though. Yeah. A little uh, he's swelling up. Little terrified, and then um, what, what does he say? Something like, uh, you, "You know what you need to do now, or are you ready?" Oh well, but before before that, real quick, I do want to say that again. Ray Fines is so good because he 
he was still making them sound like compliments. Like he was so good at being that managerial vibe of like, he's so incredible at what he does, but he'll never quite be me. Isn't that right, Jeremy? Where it's like, it sounds like he's giving him a compliment, but he's very clearly like backhand slapping him and being like, yeah, but you suck. Like it, he's yeah, so good at that Yeah, you're never going to reach my, my <laughs> capabilities. Exactly. So, so then, yeah, I, I believe, yeah, he says something like, why don't you show everyone what we have tonight or, you know. And so they lay out a uh, giant square white tarp, and I think they mm. lay some... Oh, some herbs. Herbs, yeah. garnet, not garnish like seasoning, but like giant leaf sticks. And uh, then he blows his brains out, metaphorically. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, metaphorically? No, I'd say literally. Uh, he puts a gun in his fucking mouth and blows well, his like, brains very out. Very forcefully. Yeah. And it was one of those moments where... I felt like I saw it coming. But wasn't really expecting them to do it. Yeah, like they had the tarp out. They had, as I was like, okay, is he just going to like cut his arm off and then serve it to him? This is the part where I was like cannibal. This yeah, is where this, we're going to get into where If it's going to go cannibal, this is where they're going to He's going to cut off each one of his fingers and put You're it on their plates. You're going to eat Jeremy now. You guys all have to yeah. devour him. Exactly. Uh, and that's where I thought it was going. And then he blew his brains out and I was like, oh, fuck. And then while they're all panicking, they show what the actual food item is. And it's like, oh, it's like almost raw meat with bone marrow and all. And I was like, oh, my God. I was like, oh, this is fucking crazy. I was dude, I was losing it. And then, then he's <laughs> like, every, and I love when like he does this. Everyone's freaking out because, you know, you just watch somebody blow their brains out. And he's like, hey, whoa, hey, relax. Hey, no, so, hey chill, chill. <laughs> oh, and Tyler's just loving it. He's eating the yeah. food. He's like, mm, oh, God, have you tried this? <laughs> yeah, and and every, and then again, this is, I think, where the uh, the critic is saying, I think this is for us. I think this is, this is all mm -hmm. for us. Yeah, they're all starting to question, is this just fake? Oh, you know, no, we skipped a meal. I'm sorry. We did skip a meal, which we don't have to talk too much about it, but it was the tacos. That definitely uh, happened before this. That was yes. the, four, the the that must have been the fourth course. The third course was the tacos. Because that's when he gives her the uh the ultimatum. Yes. Um and there and again, the visual metaphors are beautiful because they 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 have the really off-putting story of him talking with his mom about oh my gosh, yeah. his childhood. And because there's this old woman sitting there the whole time and you're just like, who is this? And then he finally talks about her and you're like, oh, okay. Oh, whoa, what the fuck? And he just keeps going about like their abusive father and how she's drunk every night. And it's like, what the fuck? And then, yeah, he says, and so I had to stab a pair of kitchen scissors into my dad's thigh. And then right when he says that, you see all of the chefs putting tiny pairs of scissors into the chicken thighs. Yep. And I was like, I almost wanted to clap. I was like, oh, that's great. I was like, what a fucking amazing They're golden like, tie-in. Yeah. And so then they serve all those out. And all of the taco shells, uh, tortillas, I should say, had um, laser imprintings on them. Right? That, that's yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. And it was of uh, a, a picture kind of of their sin. It, yeah. not, not sin per se, but of their wrongdoing. 
I was literally about to say, yeah, they're wrongdoings, um, so to say. Like the business. Because not all of them is, I think, technically sin. <laughs> yeah, right. Like the businessmen was like the money laundering. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the the rich guy was the f- you know uh, I was about to say fidelity, but that's not the word. Infidelity. <laughs> infidelity. Yeah. When when your high fidelity has gone out of date, it becomes infidelity. Um, but yeah, no. So. The, uh, and then Tyler's was... Oh, pictures of him taking pictures of the food. <laughs> yeah. Which I um, like that they called it out um, fairly quickly of them saying, like, we know that we told you not to do this and you did it anyways. Yeah, and you're immediate. And he's all upset. Do you think he doesn't like me? Do, yeah, I was just I like, apologize? what? what? <laughs> apologize for what? Yeah. And I like it. Oh, John Leguizamo's character was just a poster of his calling Dr. Sunshine movie. <laughs> and he's just like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. His, his was probably like the least damaging. Um, it was just more yeah. personal. Cause I mean him, him and his assistant were probably the least interesting characters, I guess of the movie because we haven't even talked about him yet. But yeah, she's like quitting her job because she doesn't feel like he's doing anything and she's kind of right. He's not really doing anything. And are they, do they have a thing? I couldn't tell. Yes. Yes. She, I almost for sure they're sleeping together, but he has a wife because she says like while she's quitting, she says like, here's your, here's like my business phone. Here's my work wallet. Here's my here's your keys for your beach house here's your keys for your second beach house that your wife doesn't know about here's the oh, you know like that type of, yeah, yeah there was like that type of line so um yeah clearly he's cheating on him with her but uh but yeah they they, they were good characters i like john leguizamo but yeah at least memorable out of all of them you know fair uh fair. yeah so so yeah the guy shoots himself <laughs> that's when all starts hell starts breaking loose Tyler is acting weird because he's not reacting to the fact that people are dying. Like again, he cares more about the food in front of him than the fact that somebody may have just shot themselves in front of him. Yeah. And at this point I was still kind of like, maybe thinking it's a cannibal thing. Cause I was kind of like, Oh, is, does he know about it still? That's why he's acting so cool. And they're about to eat half of the people who are there. You know, I'm still kind of yeah. not sure what the hell is going on. Um, so yeah, I think I think this is when she asks him to make the ultimatum, right? Or asks her like she bring uh, the she set brings, the timer, or is this when the timer is up now? Um, let me see. Let me go through this real quick. All right. So anyway, when um, so yeah, we won't we won't dwell too much long on each scene. Obviously, I'm not going to go through each scene. But no, he uh, so after he asks her to decide. The 15 minutes, that's when they have the whole angel investor scene. He drowns the investor. That, that scene, too, was intense without, like, without, you know, you having, like, chainsaws in somebody's mm-hmm. face. Um, just the the whole atmosphere of that, that scene. Yeah. And they even set Gosh, up the, the wings pressure. earlier. Because you see her when she looks out the window, uh, Margot, to go smoke in the bathroom. She looks out the window and a guy is carrying a set of wings into the woods. And it's kind of like, what the fuck? Like, why is he carrying wings? And oh, then, yeah, yep, that's right. Like 15, 20 minutes later, um, sure enough, 
he's floating in the air, the angel investor. Uh, yeah, it was a great, it was a great scene. Um, so then that's when, after, right when that ends, she's like, you have to decide, uh, like, are you with them or are you with us? And, uh, I can't even, I think that's when she says it's revealed. Like, that's when she reveals that she's like a prostitute and stuff. Right. I believe. Yeah. They, he, he says like, you're not one of them, but to the point where it was like, you're one of us. You're a service worker. Um, cause he even asks, you know, do you enjoy your work? Yeah. And she was like, well, I used to maybe not so much anymore. And that is such a genuine response to something like that. Cause it's, I feel like that happens a lot of the times, like even with almost any job, especially in the service industry, it's like, yeah, you, you enjoyed it first and things are nice. And then slowly it just starts to drain you and you, you start to see the worst in people, you know? Yeah. It's uh, it's, it's tough and you got to take care of yourself so that way you don't get burned out because it is, um, it, it can be a tough industry. Yeah. Uh, clearly from this movie. Um, yeah. <laughs> very, very much so from the movie. <laughs> uh, <coughs> so I'm sure I'll be skipping over a few things here, but, um, there is eventually a scene where the chef basically like trolls Tyler. Um, <laughs> oh, it was probably one of my favorite parts of the movie. It was we, so go, embarrassing. Go ahead and break, break it down. Break All it right. down for us. So, because I knew someone like you. Oh, man, I hated this you, scene. You just kept putting yourself like in his scene. situation oh, for I'll, some reason. Dude, stop. If you ever... <laughs> fuck you, because if you ever needed to incite my imposter syndrome any more than this moment of this movie, like, dude, it's, it's so bad. Break it down for us. So, okay, the chef basically is like hyping Tyler up at the table. Like, man, you really know your stuff. He's like, yeah. He's like, man, you, you tasted the bergamot in the tea. You, you were able to, you knew what a Paco jet was, which does have a great comeback later, by the way. I don't know if you noticed. Um, but anyway, so he's like, yeah, you knew what that was. You're doing. And he's like, yeah, yeah. I, I really, I follow what you do. I'm, I'm really intuitive, intuitive. I know what I'm doing. And he's like, all right, well, how about, you know what? You make our next course. Everyone gather around. Let's watch Tyler cook for us. And I do. I, I even like the way he writes his name on the jacket where it, it doesn't <sighs> look right. Dude, it looked like a child wrote it. And I've seen exactly. my name written like that a million times. And I was like, oh my God. Like it hurt. Like it hurt. Like he's like, yeah, let's personalize this for you. And then just fucking writes it. Like I think he might have even written it with his left hand. Like he didn't even give a fuck. He was just like, whatever. Um, but yeah, so then he's like, "Hey, why don't what do you what do you want to make for us?" And, and the first thing he says is like leeks. <laughs> he's like, uh, "I need leeks." And he's like, "Oh, you're making something with leeks? Oh, that's good. What else do you need? Uh, shallots? Oh, wow! Everyone gather around, get in closer." And I'm like, "Dude, I'm sweating. I'm like, what the fuck?" And he's like trying to chop them. And I think the chef says something like, "Oh, look at this chopping technique that we've all been so seen- ignorant to." <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, he grills into him so hard. Oh, dude. Yeah, and then, yeah, so basically he, he forces him to cook this meal that ends up like absolute trash. And all I... Lamb's raw. Dude, like, but all I could think was, and again, like, 
I like to think I'm not this person, but of course they had to make his name Tyler, so they made it even worse. <laughs> but I have that, that's my worst fear, man, is to like meet someone that is like, like imagine like last episode, we talked, or a couple episodes ago, we talked about the Joyner Lucas thing, you meeting Joyner. Like imagine meeting Joyner Lucas, and then he's like, oh, no shit? Okay, here, hold on, I got my producer here real quick. Hold on, here, he's gonna lay down a beat. Uh, lay down something for me real quick. Give me a verse. And you're just like, what? And it's like, yeah, yeah, no, no, right now. Do it. I might sign you. And it's like, uh, okay. Like, dude, that, even though that's a dream come true <laughs> at the same time, that's one of my worst fucking fears because it's the worst scenario to be put in. It's these, it's like, you're not ready for it. This is not what this was supposed to be about. And yet you're judging me on all of my attributes. And of course, the whole point was that Tyler doesn't actually know yeah tyler Anything? he deserves it yeah yeah it's different because i know going into it i would still be like oh i know how to write a song i know how to you know i know how to write a melody i can do it how that, to produce a, yeah. a track yeah it's different i get that but that imposter syndrome flares up so much watching this where i'm like oh my god like fuck if oh god if i had to do this this is like a nightmare like it's <laughs> The, the whole time I was just watching it, I was just like, oh, yeah, he deserves it. I was like, get him, get him. But I, I knew for a fact of like, oh, man, this one is, this part's going to hurt a little bit. Yeah. And he whispers in his ear. He's just like, he's like, you, oh. he's just like, hey, well, you don't even know what he says. You don't even hear what he says. You just know he whispers and you just see Tyler like crying. He's just starting to tear up. And then he just walks away and starts taking his tie off. And you're like, oh, well. Don't know if we'll see him again, but we'll see. Um, and that, it was funny because I wasn't hanging around. Yeah, right. Yeah, he might be hanging around somewhere. And uh, there was that scene where the chef told Margot to go grab something for him, the barrel for the dessert, yep. which was just a barrel of oil, by the way. I love that. It was just, it was just literally an explosive <laughs> barrel. Um, but he was like, yeah, we needed that barrel. It's very important. And so he goes since, and he sends her to the smokehouse. And I was convinced in my head, just to wear the direction of how fucked up this movie was, I thought Tyler was just going to be smoking in the smokehouse. Like I thought his body, like he just threw himself into the fucking oven. <laughs> this was the second time I thought they might have introduced cannibalism. Right, right. There was still almost a little bit of it, right? This was the last shot that I thought, like, if it was, this would have been like the secret reveal. Yeah, that Tyler was the main course for the night, and that's why he was so excited to be there and all that shit or something, you know. Um, but she, he was like, yeah, it'll be in the smokehouse, and I was like, oh, Tyler's going to be in there. Um, but then sure enough, no, Tyler's just in his office hanging, <laughs> uh, feet dangling. Um, it's a quick scene, too. In fact, my mom missed it because me and her talked on the phone, and she was like, what happened to Tyler? She was like, he he walked away and then oh, we never she saw him. It. Yeah, she was like, we never saw him again. And I was like, oh no, he was hanging in his office. And she was like, oh, oh, you know what? I think I do remember that. <laughs> she literally told him to kill himself. Yeah. Or yeah. he literally told him. Yeah, right. Um, no, so yeah, the, the ending is great though. So, well, we have that little moment with the Coast Guard, which is beautiful because I, I thought it was going to double as something else because at first the Coast Guard you know, is about to leave, but then he's like, oh, I know you, you're John Leguizamo. And he's like, yeah, that's me. And, uh, he goes to like get his signature and stuff. And you already knew, like if you've seen a movie before, 
you knew that he was going to write something on that signature. I mean, that's what, that's yeah. what you Oh do. yeah. It was going to be uh help SOS. Yeah. You know, this guy's, danger. yeah, this guy's crazy. Something. It was going to be something. But what I also thought it was, was a moment for the chef to learn that sometimes people just like crap. Like, and even though the movie didn't do that, and it's okay it didn't do that, I thought that still would have been an interesting message. Because there's a moment where the Coast Guard is like, yeah, we, me and my wife, man, we really love that movie. What the... It's the, the one where you're a doctor or something like that. And then he like looks at the chef and he's like, yeah, it's uh, calling Dr. Sunshine. Or paging doctor, whatever it is. And, and like, I thought it was a moment where it was kind of like making fun of, like not making fun of, but but like people who like Adam Sandler movies or something like that, where it's just like, yeah, there's genuinely oh, yeah. people who just enjoy Adam Sandler movies. Like, there, and there's nothing wrong with that. They're just crap movies for you to eat popcorn and laugh and enjoy, you know? And I thought for a moment, I was like, oh, that's interesting. Like, they're almost people. throwing that in the chef's face, being like, ha. See, it's not all about fancy. Oh yeah, clips. yeah, yeah. It sometimes people just enjoy, you know, whatever they enjoy what they enjoy, you know. But then no, no, the the Coast Guard was a chef or another cook the whole time. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was geniusly played, right? And the fact that the that he put the the candle out while he was talking to Margot in the one scene. And then mm. it follows up with the mm-hmm. Coast Guard lighting the lighter with his gun and then lighting that same candle. It's like, ooh. It's like, did you literally plan this entire, fo- like, up to that? Like, you literally planned putting out the candle. Like, that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. <laughs> yes. Some 5D chess. Yeah. 100%. Oh, Anya Taylor Joy. Is that why you're bringing up chess? All right. We could talk about Queen's Gambit for a little bit. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. But uh, that is a quite the funny coincidence yeah um so yeah so basically anya taylor joy's character ends up beating the main villain by ordering a cheeseburger oh but first can we talk about the creepy scene um of the female chef and uh the head chef oh yeah yeah yeah. uh uh the female chef I remember. So oh, is, oh, oh, oh! The course. I'm missing one of the courses. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. You want to you want to talk about that one a little bit? Yeah. So um, I don't remember which course it was, but it was towards the end. There's a female chef, and uh, she leads them all outside. Well, all the men. No, no, no. That that's a different portion. So she takes them all outside, uh, and while they're all standing out there, men and women the head chef comes on over and she starts talking about her time there and how this guy had spent um, a lot of times making passes at her. Mm. Um, Advancements. At first you're like, where the hell is this going? Because again, they're about to introduce one of their courses. And as we've seen, it gets messy. Yeah, It gets a little weird. Thanks, Jeremy. R.I.P. Jeremy. By the way, I love it how on the menu it said all the all the food items, and at the very bottom it just said R.I.P. Jeremy. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Again, the the food item titles were hysterical. Were hilarious. Anyway, keep um, going. Keep going. But so, as she's telling the story, you're you're almost like, 
what is she about to sacrifice herself to this guy? So she she turns and faces him, and she has scissors. Yeah, I think even the same golden scissors that were used the on the chicken thighs. The same golden scissors, and again the the whole thigh, and then she she stabs the head chef mm-hmm. in his thigh. I thought it was in his crotch. Dude, um, I thought it was his dick. I thought yes. for sure Dude, she the, was the, taking the that angle off. that they put that yep. at. But I, I was, was also, gone. Yeah, no, dude. I'm glad we had that same in, insertion. I 100% thought she stabbed his dick because it also kind of, that would have been the ultimate metaphor of like, oh, well, you don't deserve your dick anymore. Like, obviously, right? That's what it felt like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I, I kind of thought there there was, um, it was leaning towards. But so, no, after that, then they have it where the women go inside to do their own dish. Um, and then the men have an opportunity to try to run. And and then they're, <laughs> none of them are in any kind of shape to outrun anybody. Yeah, um, which... And then stupid fucking Tyler is just standing there and they're like, go, yeah, run. Yeah, you too. Yeah. And which, he's just like... Oh. I almost thought he was smart at first. I wasn't sure if that what was happening because for a second I thought like maybe if he didn't run, he couldn't be caught. Do you know what I mean? I didn't know if that was going to be the twist, but then the chef just goes, uh, I thought the you first too. guy was genius. Oh, and he, he just, they, oh, yeah. they gave he you just a time limit and they started because yeah, that, that has happened in the, uh, the Borto series, um, <laughs> at least like for, for one. Oh, here we go. Yes. This is the segment. Mitchell talks about Baruto for 20 minutes. For the next four hours. <laughs> I don't, I, uh, um, I did. Yeah, I did really they like get, that. We get them all. <laughs> they get them all. I think I, if another guy would have ran with him when they first took off, they would have gotten the boat off quicker, might have gotten away. There was an interesting comment yeah. where the chef makes a comment uh, right before. No, it, was, it might. Yeah, it was right before the Coast Guard shows up where he said, if you guys really wanted to, you guys probably could have escaped a couple times by now. Yeah, they could have overpowered them. You know what I mean? Like, they're like, I, I mean, I don't know. They're the. There were a lot of... They could have tried. They could have put up a fight. They could have done something. Like, there was only two people blocking the exit. If all 11 or 12 of them, whatever it was, charged the exit, they would have made it. You know what I mean? The only thing that sucks is you have a a team of chefs that know how to use knives and are all holding knives. Which is a Um, good point that one of them makes, because I think he says, like, hey, when they bring out the knives and forks, we just pick them up and we all attack the staff. And then one of them goes, yeah. do you think we have better knife skills than they do? And it's like, ah, oh, yeah, it's a good point. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, very, very interesting points made. But yeah, so that kind of gets us to the, the end of the movie. Oh, then. but I did want to say that that scene. Oh, yeah. It, it felt like a cool, like, okay, because it's obvious without saying. It's very clearly the commentary on women in our culture not being equally so so it's almost like they're it's making up for it by giving them their own meal while the men have to go out and suffer you know it's that's kind of like the but at the same time i thought it was funny that there is no repercussion did you notice that the men just come back and they just didn't get to eat the meal like there is there was just a game of hide and seek did you notice that nobody died (laughs) yeah yeah, nobody actually... Um, so there's almost like a deeper commentary on the fact that, yeah, these men had to go through it, but nothing happened. It's it's almost like 
yeah, the men had to like, oh, we have to sacrifice ourselves. It was a formality, if anything. Exactly. Exactly. It felt like a formality. It didn't feel like the men were actually sacrificing themselves for the women to have their own meal. It felt like the men were out playing a game. <laughs> well, I also thought it was interesting how quickly that some of these men were to run away from their women. Um and yes. and not be like yes. hold on, let's figure out a plan. Like it it was Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll I'll go send help. Bye. Yep. Uh, I was just like, that's very telling. Yeah, and but it does put yourself in uh, put Jesus. It does put yourself in that moment though of like, if that's your possible only chance of escape for both of you, do you do it? Do you take that? Like, like would you just look at Amanda and have that moment of like, do I go? Should I go? I'm gonna go. I don't know. I I'm out of here. You know, like I you know I I don't know. I I'd feel that way too. Where it's like I'd look at Audrey and be like. Uh, this might be our only chance, you know. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that. Uh, but again, the movie does it well. Where there, there doesn't seem to be a clear cut way out of any given thing. Yeah, no, they he he clearly set everything up to know exactly what the people were going to do and respond to. Um, and yeah, no, that all kind of leads up to the end where you think it's all gonna they're all gonna die, and then Margot orders a cheeseburger um because yeah she noticed there's a picture in his office that when she's kind of snooping around where she finds the radio to call the coast guard i guess yeah, which is in his uh, like his cabin excuse me yes oh which i loved the cabin is an exact replica of the kitchen <laughs> yep like i thought it might have been the the thing on the other side of the door of that stone room and that she was right next to them that whole time. Oh, I didn't realize that. Oh, that would have been interesting. Because they never end up showing what's behind that stone door. You know what? You're you're right, but I think the idea is that the kitchen was made as an exact replica of his, of his. house. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. room was going to be there no matter what, even though... So I bet there's nothing behind that door. You know what I mean? Like in the actual oh, kitchen. Oh, that would make more sense. Yeah. But in his real house, that's where he lives. That's where he sleeps, all of his stuff. Um, but yeah, there's a picture in that room of him eating a cheeseburger or cooking a cheeseburger at one of his first jobs where he got employee of the month. And it's the only picture that he's genuinely smiling in. Um, so I think it was kind of her realization that he does have a genuine love for this craft, but lost it somewhere, you know? Yep. And, uh, she's a whole, can I get it to go? Yeah, no, she nails it. And I'm not going to lie. I never thought I'll say this. I never thought making a cheeseburger would make me so emotional. But the look on Ray Fine's face while he's making this fucking cheeseburger. It's how, such a great job. Um, dude, how do I still feel bad scene. for this guy? He's still a monster, but I'm watching him make this burger like, oh, this poor guy. He just, this is all he wants to do. He just wants to make food for people who actually want to eat it. <laughs> it's so. I just, I thought it was crazy, right? That, okay, if you just heard without seeing this movie, if for obviously all the people who are okay with spoilers, she defeated the main boss by ordering a cheeseburger <laughs> and he was like, yeah, you can go. I get it. It sounds kind of um, dumb, not good story writing, but 
the impact that making a cheeseburger something that is considered so again commoner so so regular everyday person for this fine level because before she mentions a speech about how you're supposed to cook with love and nothing's been cooked with love and it kind of it's it's like the the solve for pie asking a computer kind of scene where you see him not be able to calculate anymore what he's trying to figure out. Yeah. And so when she goes the whole route of I want a cheeseburger and then he makes it for her and she's like I wanted to go and then they prep it and and let her go it, it that makes sense and then nobody else does or tries it everybody else kind of seems like they they almost feel like they deserve it well you know what i think that's that's, i couldn't tell what that that i think they're just so pathetic you know they're just so lost in their life that i mean literally the one woman says thank you the 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 wife of uh richard oh yeah literally like as he's coming out and he's like this is our final offering to bring us all up to the flame like to kill us all she's like thank you like obviously i think that's for her also being like i just want to get out of this life this relationship like i'm fucking obviously this sucks but they're just so lost in their life that one i think the joke is that they would never order a cheeseburger <laughs> you know it's like yeah. oh well, they would never order a cheeseburger so why would they even do you know um and yeah, that they're just so kind of hoity-toity and pathetic that they just accepted it. Like, yep, this is this is what we have to do. This is what we paid for, you know. Uh, That's wild. I know they they did. Um, oh, what was I gonna say? Oh, and then he kills them all. Oh yeah, he kills them all. Yeah, it's a great. Yeah, it's like a s'more thing where he puts he puts a chocolate hat on them. He gives he them a, a, a marshmallow dress. And then he puts graham crackers on the floor. Um, yeah, and I never thought about it. And it's such an interesting take like on it. Bastard he, of food. Yeah, he says it's like the ultimate bastardization of like flavor and combinations. But the thing that saves it is fire. <laughs> and once you melt it all together, it becomes a good thing. And then it's like he sets the whole fucking house on fire. Um, but as, as some final thoughts, I will say, because I don't know how much you're involved I say involved. That's maybe the wrong word, but I don't know how much you watch videos or listen to stuff about like the food foodie world or like uh, culinary stuff necessarily. Um, do do you follow any of that? Uh, I I do for work purposes, but it's typically more on the people doing the cooking than the food itself. If that makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. See, like. There's a few podcasts I listen to. Um, shout out Hot Dog is a Sandwich. It's a great one. Um, there's a few oh, podcasts yeah. I listen to that je- like go deeper into the food culture of things and like how people respond to the popularity of foods and things like that. And I think that this movie, while also being a great commentary on everything, like I think you could almost replace food with anything in this movie. It's like I was saying, like make food music. And it can be like, oh, you've been invited to this island where you'll get an exclusive, you know, show put on by Paul McCartney or Skrillex or, you know, whatever. It's like, and 
they're going to show you all of their music and then you'll be able to meet them. And it, like you could almost replace the food aspect of this with any kind of uh, art or creation and it would work. You know, I, I just pictured somebody like like Beyonce going to one of her fans. And, and I, I'm sure Beyonce would never do this. We're just saying for the 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 framework of the the joke in reference to the movie like beyonce going to one of her fans and and her fans like i know i know the lyrics to all your songs i and she's like sing it sing it right now sing it exactly how i sing it and then and then she starts singing and she's like um wow i've never heard a song sung so far out of note like like just start critiquing the way that tyler gets yourself yeah <laughs> exactly because oh my god because yeah, no. and i just picture like if i if i went and eminem was just like right i know right just why why you why suck. would you even yeah okay yeah no oh well that did like because jeremy the character that killed himself i did have in my notes he he is a great like metaphor or representation of the struggling artist who feels that they'll never reach their goals so they might as well die trying you know what I mean? Like, oh, I'll literally yes, kill myself yeah, for my art if it means I'll reach this level. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I uh, no, but from the foodie kind of perspective, because I I don't want to consider myself a foodie. I guess like I don't travel the world to eat certain foods and all that. But I, but I like learning about the cultures of food and like how it infects our pop culture and all those things. So like, listening to those podcasts. This movie is a perfect commentary on that world as well, because there is such a sub culture of people who don't really like food, but they love this like materialistic, like, oh, do you use a, do you use a sous vide machine? Oh, have you tried that new street elote? Oh, it's so like they like it's like they treat food as like a a trend. You know, like a designer, like clothing line. Yeah. And that's where I felt like Tyler was that representation, like the Paco jet, where it's like it turns things into powder um, that they talk about at the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. That's I think that's supposed to be even though I think it's a real machine that's supposed to kind of be making fun of like the sous vide machine and the uh, the emulsion blender, like all these things that like home chefs think that they need to own to be like Gordon Ramsay. You know, like, oh, uh, oh, yep. you, don't, you don't have an air fryer, you know, like that type of thing where it's like, oh, well, you then you don't oh, know how to me. cook, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. Get one. No. It, so it's um, but it's a great commentary on that because it it really has those moments where it shines to like call out those people who don't know anything about that culture, but are like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, no, I thought, I thought it was really funny. Oh, oh, but the Paco jet thing, the, uh, did you notice that that's what she uses to kill her head chef or her head sous chef, like assistant? What? Yeah. So the scene where the assistant, um, the one woman who was serving everyone, like the head server at the restaurant oh, where they oh, face off with each other. Right. Yeah. Margot kills her with the Paco jet. <laughs> that's right. Yep. <laughs> I thought it, I thought it was a good moment of like, Oh hell yeah. You've been talking about it the whole movie. And this has like a final moment with it. Um, but yeah, no, uh, 
Oh yeah, I guess we. I mean, shit, we could probably keep rambling about this movie all night, but uh, let's let's wrap this up a little bit. What, what what's your what are your final thoughts? So my final thoughts. Uh, I have one thing to say, and then I'll I'll get to my rating. Um, producers of this movie: Seth Reese, Betsy Kosh, um, Adam McKay, Michael Sled, Will Tracy, and Will Ferrell. What? Will? Ferrell. No, no. Uh, Shut the fuck Google up. Google it. No, Google it. Producers? Budget was thirty million. Producer. Producers. Wilf Wilf Wait. <laughs> wait. What? Dude. Well that makes maybe that's where the comedy must have came from then. Because it it's it's genius timing and, oh, and genius comedy. Holy shit, dude. Okay, and Adam McKay. Okay, I didn't look in the writer of this, he wrote for Saturday Night Live, but he wrote for um, Funny or Die, the website that Will Ferrell and him started. Mm. Do you remember those yeah, skits with like the right. with like the little girl that he would have come to the door and she'd oh be like, "Give God. me that money," yeah, and he'd be like, "I don't have your money." Landlord, <laughs> she's harassing him. God, those are so funny. Wow, this is a Funny or Die movie. That's so fucking weird. Yeah, so I figured that was worth uh, throwing in there because I, I had the, the list, of course, of cast pulled up. And then I was uh, reading the producers, and I was really confused for a second when I saw that name. Wow. He also worked on The Other Guys, which I just watched the other night. Great movie. I'm a peacock. Yeah. You gotta let me fly. <laughs> he was in The Other Guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, my rating is... I give this a solid... Um, I I, I kind of want to give it a 10 out of 10. I can't Ooh. tell if I'm just... Oh my God. He, 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 here's why. There wasn't anything that I was left with still trying to figure out. Um, it explained everything and it did so in a way where it didn't have to explain it in the moment for me to feel like I understood it. Okay. Uh, it It's use of symbolism throughout the movie. It creatively in added humor in places like again the meal dish names and or descriptions mm. yeah, the uncomfortable true. scenes everything was done to make you set up to expect that you were going to get one thing and it, it was something else um where maybe nine out of ten but i i don't see anything wrong with it which is why i i feel bad putting it anything below a 10 out of 10 um, I I just really enjoyed it. it. It was a movie that at the end I was like, "Wow, yeah, two hours ten minutes," and I I enjoyed all of it. You know what? That's that's fair, Mitchell. It's it's hard for me to fault you for that. Um, but I am. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it 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 is really hard to fault this movie for anything like I, I don't really i don't feel like it drags you know it's it's like an hour and 45 it goes by pretty quick you don't feel the length um and it's not even that long in the first place it never there's each like act keeps you engaged there's never a moment where you get bored because it's like oh well here's the 20 minutes where they're not doing anything. Like it always is doing Especially something. Especially for being shot so much in one room. Yes. One location. It's very impressive. I, I think, and who knows, maybe like rewatching it, I might have a different kind of a viewpoint on it. 
I, I guess it's just that I didn't come out of it with that feeling of like, holy fuck, this movie like changed my life, you know, like in a way like that's always my 10 out of 10 is like when I come out of a movie and I'm like, holy fuck, this like I'm going to be thinking about this movie for weeks and I'm going to be talking about it and I'm probably going to watch it again before like like we were saying with the batman like i i honestly personally i give the batman a 10 out of 10 it has its flaws but like that's like i was all i was constantly thinking about that movie and wanted to see it multiple times um so on a personal level i think i got to give this movie more of an 8 out of 10 leaning towards a 9 like more closer to a 9 than a 7 um but i th- i think it's just not I think I'm just getting tired of the, uh, like I said, the the commentary on class divide. You know, like we have White Lotus, we have Glass Onion, we have, uh, like, the, the Boys does it. Like, I don't know, there's just been shows a lot recently that it's like, I get it, rich people suck, poor people deserve more. Uh, <laughs> but this did it in such a clever way that was so specific in the world of, like, food and things like that, that I was like, wow, this is really taking it a different direction. It's not just rich people on an island, you know? Um, yep. Okay, so what is, uh, what did, did you have a final verdict? Uh, no, that's my final verdict. Yeah, it's a, it, 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 it's, it's a, <laughs> leave it out there. Yeah, it's, it's tough, because I, I want to rate it higher, but I think I got to watch it again, you know, because, I think I maybe had too many prejudices going into the movie that if I watch it again, mm. knowing what I know now, having already seen it, I might, I might rate it higher. I don't know. Um, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's all I got to say about that. Um, okay. So it's my turn to suggest a movie. Yeah. Correct? So what, what are we watching? All right. I, I think I need to know whether or not you've seen some of these first. Okay. Cause I have a, sh- a short list i'll cut some of this out you know we'll make this clean we'll, we'll tighten this up uh have you seen fight club no actually i've never seen fight club like i know i've seen parts of it but i i i have not watched it and you don't like do you know anything about it really like like do you know what it's about uh apparently some guy's just crazy and this is all like him just imagining it the whole time See, that's not as... And there's no actual fight fighting going on. Okay, that's not tr- that's not right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, I don't... Okay, you almost made me not want to suggest it to you, but then I feel like you don't know enough about it to where you'll still be... You know what? Yeah, Fight Club. We're going to do Fight All Club right, this week. Fight Club. Yeah. We're doing it. The uh, Yeah, the Chuck Palahniuk... Novel turned to the movie classic, cult classic, Fight Club. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, hell yeah. It gives me another excuse to watch it again. Um, <laughs> Perfect. There's a time for everything. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, shit. Thank you guys uh, for joining us again in the seventh episode of Neon Valley Podcast. We love you all. Yep. If you want to ask us any questions, be sure to join the Scorch Discord. Links in the description. Also, the subreddit r slash neon valley pod. 
to drop whatever memes or funny shit that you feel like you want to share with us. In the meantime, we'll be here. Uh, Joseph, cut that out. Thank you guys. (laughs) Thank you guys. Uh, We'll see you in the next episode. Goodbye, everybody.